6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. You know, obviously I'm disappointed. I think uh, the, the, it was a situation where they shot the messenger instead of dealing with the problems that we have in caucus and, and in Alberta uh, as a whole. Obviously I, 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 I'm here to support my constituents and represent my constituents. That's what's important to me. My constituents have been loud and clear that there's a, there's a problem with uh, the leadership in this party. And uh, so I've, I've just felt obligated to represent them and bring that forward. Obviously, this is something that's been brought forward before in caucus and uh, in other meetings, and it just keeps getting ignored, ignored and pushed aside. And I just felt that I had to take the next step. And I know it was a big step. It definitely was a big step. Yeah, a big step that uh, placed him firmly as an independent. Good afternoon. It's Friday, May 14th. That was the voice of Todd Lowen, the MLA for Central Peace Notley. Moments after he was given the boot from the UCP caucus. My goodness, 24 hours, how things can change. All of this came, as you'll remember, that letter that we talked about yesterday at this time on this show. He posted it to Facebook earlier. Early yesterday morning in which he resigned as caucus chair saying he no longer had confidence in the premier then called on the premier Jason Kenney to resign. Drew Barnes the MLA for Cypress Medicine Hat who's also been very vocal in his criticism of Premier Kenney's decisions during the pandemic was also given the boot. All of this happened after the 62 member caucus met for hours yesterday afternoon. Todd Lowen saying that he knew that this could happen, but it was important that he took a stand. Yeah, I, I thought this was a possibility. I, I, I wasn't under any uh, illusions that the, this, this would be taken seriously, but I felt that I had to take a, a serious step. And uh, this is something that's been brewing for a long time. Uh, obviously, there's been there's been issues for probably about a year and a half. And this, so this predates COVID and everything. This is uh, something that's, that's uh, there's been a problem. Some of the other problems are symptoms of, of the, the initial disease. So that was Mr. Lowen speaking after he was given the boot from the UCP caucus. Now, in a statement, uh, Drew Barnes said he will continue to stand on the principles and beliefs that the United Conservative Party was elected to govern under and has since abandoned. He says he was saddened by the move, but not surprised. And then he went on to say that he is no longer shackled by the chains of caucus discipline, especially when the goals of the Premier do not align with those of my constituents. That's words from Mr. Barnes in a statement. Now, let's be real. I'm not sure you could say that Mr. Barnes has um, been shackled too tightly because for months he has um, been really saying, you know, speaking his mind speaking his mind uh, wherever and whenever uh, given an opportunity to about his concerns about especially the restrictions surrounding uh, COVID-19. Now, the UCP caucus whip Mike Ellis announced the decision about Lowen and Barnes saying that at this crucial time during the pandemic, it is critical that the caucus remain united behind Kenny. Premier Kenny joined Shea Ganim on his show this morning talking about what went down last uh, last evening, yesterday afternoon. Uh, the Premier saying over the recent weeks, 
um, you know, let's be real. He he has said he has said it on this show. We've heard him talk that he that he welcomes criticism and dissension. That it should uh, happen and be allowed to happen. Um, Shea asked him though, you know, by kicking these two out of the caucus, are you really turning the tables? Uh, the premier refuted that he was now trying to silence those who were speaking out. It's clear that we've had far more room for MLAs to express their views on the difficult issues around COVID than in any government or party across the country. And it's true, I've defended uh, the democratic debate reflecting the very real debate that's happening in our society. But at the end of the day, a caucus has to be able to operate uh, with, a, with a degree of solidarity, of mutual trust, um, because uh, we, we need to we need to under- believe that we're all on the same team. And what our caucus decided yesterday unfortunately, is that a couple of our members really weren't acting uh, consistent with that. So, you know, at the end of the day, I've always said that our caucus will police that kind of thing. Uh, they'll decide what the parameters are. The, frankly, the, the political parameters. Uh, it, it's so it, it's not, it's clearly not a decision just about uh, disagreeing with government policy, because we have a lot of members who've done that. But I think they've done it in a way that tries to maintain the, the unity of our team. And uh, that was really the basis of yesterday's decision. All right, and uh, the Premier went on to say that the vote to remove the MLAs wasn't an easy one. He said, as you just heard, that a caucus needs to be able to operate with solidarity and a sense of trust. When asked specifically about the ouster of Drew Barnes, he said this. Well, I think that, that his colleagues saw a, a, a very uh, serious pattern of behavior, uh, which increasingly was reflecting uh, um, bad faith and an unwillingness to, to even try to work within the team uh, on, on, on point after point. And Shay, uh, look, I'm not going to get into the confidentiality of our, of our caucus discussions, but, but obviously there are a lot of internal issues, uh, things that have happened between members that, that ultimately uh, caused, I think, the majority of our caucus to feel like they were being unwilling undermined and uh, unable to work as a team as a result. So they made that difficult decision. I regret that, that it had to come to this, uh, but uh, I respect the decision our caucus has made, and we're going to move on focused on the priorities of the public, which of course is getting through the rest of COVID uh, as best we can as a province, and then coming out of it with a strong economic recovery and moving back to the, to the fight for a fair deal for Alberta. So the question that keeps being asked especially over the past couple of weeks, the question that has been asked numerous times uh, today, it's on the minds of many, is can the Premier survive all of this? Does he have the confidence of his party? Does he have the confidence of Albertans? Shea asked him that specifically. Yesterday, our caucus did confirm their, their confidence in my leadership, and I appreciate that. I mean, that was obviously uh, one of the issues at, at play at the decision made yesterday. Uh, secondly, and I, as you know, there have been some folks uh, uh, trying to destabilize the, the government during this uh, period of crisis uh, internally. I think it's a very small group, and they simply haven't uh, been able to uh, demonstrate uh, any widespread support for that. So, yes, I, I believe I have the confidence of the, the party that I lead and that the the caucus I serve with, and uh, I'm governing on, on the largest democratic mandate in Alberta history. We've been through some tough times, uh, but I, I think we're going to emerge very strong. And so I, I look forward to, to, to leading uh, through this period. And um, and and I just, you know, for, for all Albertans, I know it's been a tough time. A lot of people are angry and anxious, but we can see uh, that we're, we're getting very close
close to the end of this thing. Uh, let's get to the goal. So I want to know where your thoughts are on all of this that has has gone down over the past week, especially over the past 24 hours, 780-496-0063. You can text me or uh, you can give me a shout. We'll have some uh, open line time coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Political scientist Dwayne Bratt. Um, has weighed in on this as well. He says one of the biggest challenges that the Premier is facing right now is that urban-rural divide. And yeah, we've talked about that, haven't we? Um, You'll remember that the Premier won big in the election in, in big part because of the strength of rural MLAs. But his cabinet is dominated for the most part by urban MLAs and um, those rural voices in cabinet are deeply unrepresented and you know is that fueling the flames of this as well because they're saying or a number that we have heard that they don't believe that their voices are being heard or that those voices of their constituents are being heard so what happens now well Dwayne Bratt uh, said you know the fact is this could stick with the premier for a while even when um you know, we, we get through this pandemic and the, and the vaccinations kick in and we can start to see cases drop and gradually reopen the economy and all of this stuff starts to happen. The legacy of this, I think, is going to remain. And so Kenny still is going to have challenges within his own party. And I don't know if this is a if you can govern a party like this, given that there's so many factions within it. What happens this weekend? Does this does this does this die down or continue to boil and bubble? And we uh, oh, I think it's going to continue to boil and and, and bubble. So last week, geez, politics seems so so rapid now. You had the TV address on the Tuesday um, that 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 Kenny gave outlining you know kids staying at home from school, shutting down the patios, tougher enforcement. We had a long press conference the day after, which they went into a lot of detail. And, and I, was, I was quite pleased to hear the amount of detail that they offered. Then over the course of the weekend, massive crackdown. On, on the COVID violators, you you saw mm-hmm. you know the the arrests of the, the Whistle Stop Cafe owner. You saw the the public arrests of the, of yep. the two Calgary Street preachers. It, so it looked like there was a change in tone, a change in message, and then in between that, you get you know Casey Maddow's weird Facebook post, mm-hmm. and you get Drew Barnes going on national television, you know criticizing the COVID restrictions, and then you get Lowen's letter. So it was like. There was a short period of where they focused on the pandemic, and then that all broke away, and they got back to regular, let's fight with amongst ourselves. Yeah, it has been uh, just a wild week in Alberta politics, but like, let's be honest. I mean, the past, I don't know, I think, 15 years has been pretty wild in Alberta politics, right? I mean, if you go back, uh, you know, to, to Klein, to Stelmack, to, to, to Redford, uh, you know, a little bit of a reprieve there with with Hancock and just how everything, um, and, and, and Notley all the way through. I mean, what happens in Alberta when it comes to politics, it's just there's, there, it just seems that there has been this simmering pot for a very, very long time, and um, and and you heard Dwayne, who was on with uh, with Daryl on the morning show this morning, talking about the series of things that happened in this week alone. 
And I thought it was interesting, some of the other folks who've, who've, who've weighed in on this as well, uh, the, the mayor of Calgary, Nahed Nenshi, saying, hey, you know what, um, that letter that Lowen sent at, at this time was ridiculous. Just the timing was ridiculous. And we really need to be focusing on, on COVID. And so, you know, when the whole team, when the whole party, uh, when the, when the, when the caucus is, you know, tied up for seven hours, over seven hours in that meeting, dealing with this instead of, uh, about COVID, you know, should we, uh, be using our time better? Right. He said, uh, you know, people are dying. People are getting sick. We have high numbers. We need to be uh, worrying and looking at other things. So uh, the, the mayor of Calgary pointing the finger at Lowen saying, hey, you know what? This was the wrong timing for this. Um, it was interesting to hear from Lori Hahn, a former Edmonton Centre Conservative MP, Lori Hahn, who called in uh, on Shay's uh, show this morning as well, saying, you know what? Life not always easy under, um, uh, under Stephen Harper. But MPs aired their complaints and concerns during caucus meetings. They had those conversations. They aired those concerns at that time. And then when the doors open, you presented uh, uh, a solid front, right? You presented a, a strong front. One of the things, though, that Lowen has been saying is that these concerns have been aired over and over again and um, have not been addressed so, Chadville, your thoughts on this at 780-496-0063. Your thoughts on where we are right now uh, with the United Conservative Party. Um, your thoughts on uh, Jason Kenney as as Premier. What needs to be focusing on? What, what should we be focusing on? You know, we can get in all sorts of, you know, I don't want to say crap, but people point the finger at us saying, well, you're not paying attention to this or to this. But when you have people calling for the Premier to resign, of course, you're going to be looking at it.